Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is with Joe McAdam, and it's all food-based, and if you've ever heard Joe McAdam on the show, you know what type of episode it is. I like it quite a bit. If you're listening to this on Spotify, please know that we have a Patreon account. You could find that on our About page at youmethemeverybody.com. If you are listening to this on youmethemeverybody.com or through iTunes, then you could find the Patreon link in the podcast description. Uh, without further ado, Mamma Mia, it's time to talk to Joe McAdam. We're recording if that's okay with you. Okay, don't tell my boss. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> It's good to hear from you, buddy. It's nice that you have a boss. Yeah, uh, he's great. I have a I have a very chill boss. It's nice to have a chill boss. Isn't that great? Think... What are the odds that happens? It's so rare. Uh, the last time I talked to you, uh, we were in the midst of our our quarantining, and uh, I'm still in it. Uh, I'm assuming you are as well because you're in the great city of Los Angeles. Yeah, there's not really much to do. I mean, I've I've been leaving the home for, you know, going on a walk or, you know, walking up to a friend's mm-hmm. home and getting close to their door and waving. Are you looking forward to anything in particular or do you think it's it's too soon to think about anything fun because this will go on indefinitely? Oh, uh, stuff will be back soon enough. I mean, on some level, I think. I'm not getting too down about that element of it. I'm not like going crazy. Okay. Um with like oh no i can't go to a bar or a thing it's not that i don't know that doesn't bother me all that much i like, um, I like cooking at home good. you know so i've been doing a good amount of that but i liked cooking at home when i had a, a place to go to that wasn't home does that make sense yeah so now it feels a little more like um utilitarian or something or not fun or yeah it doesn't feel as fun because before the global pandemic, I was mostly just cooking for myself because my wife is a much better cook. So she determines what we eat the majority of the time, because if it was up to me, like I would make a pot of chili on Sunday and that would be our meals for the next seven days. You know what I mean? That's a very efficient way to do things. <laughs> it is. So for like a lot of January and February before this hit, I was spending like almost every day I would make like a, not every day, every, every three days or something, I would make like a giant batch of chili or soup or something that once work resumed once my paternity leave was over i would like have frozen meals yeah chili boy yeah but but now that just seems weird (laughs) and inappropriate it was i'll tell you this it was weird before (laughs) being a, uh, a guy that has a freezer full of chili that was an odd thing before this now, what you might not realize, Joe, is we do have a separate standalone freezer in the basement specifically for <laughs> chili needs. Just for daddy's chili? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Does it have a big daddy's chili yeah. freezer label on it? If not, yeah, that's the name should, of this episode. Yeah, get get a big get a big uh, you know, label maker or have have an artist friend, you know, drop something like a fun sign for the freezer. We don't do shows anymore, so we might as well just get commissions of uh, Big Daddy's Chili. Yeah, turn your home life into show life. So the you know the effort and in, in you know work you would put into producing a show, just do that for shit in your house. Uh, it's pretty do that. Yeah, it's fun. It is. I like my life a lot. I'm just saying, I don't know what to cook anymore. <laughs> you're one of the few individuals in my life. You're one of the few individuals in my life that 
I think we're at the perfect level. I know I'm at the perfect level of distance with you. I'm sure you prefer to hear from me less, but like I last talked to you April 30th. It's currently May 26th. Like I love this schedule. You know it's a good I mean? check-in schedule. Yeah. Yeah. But also like I know just enough about you, but you could never have someone do a welfare check on me. Like we're not that close. We, we could, uh, we could be closer. If you, of course we can. We could, we could always be closer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. The thing, <laughs> your attitude overall, something I aspire to have. In what in what way? The general positivity without ever seeming like a pompous dick. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's a you know a hard a hard line to walk, I guess. Right. It's tough because it's easy you're to get like down. That's show- for sure. Yeah, that's the thing. But like, you're like talk show, like only on air version of Letterman. None of the baggage of the other twenty three hours of the day. Just like good forty to sixty minutes of quips, without any of the negativity. But we acknowledge the negativity. But then I don't have to go home and just hear you abuse people for decades. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. That's a very that's a, a massive compliment. But you know, that's again, it's like you don't get to see the uh, the window into whatever home life is like, where it's like I'm a I'm a little, I'm a little salty uh, jerk around the home. You know, we've all got those moments. I think I portray myself worse on the show than I am in real life. <laughs> yeah, you probably do. I think so. <laughs> and the, the reason why I want to talk to you today is because I didn't want to talk about anything too heavy. I feel like I've done a lot of heavy stuff recently, and I don't want to keep talking about basketball because I do that every week, and I don't want to talk about a bunch of other stuff. I want tips because you're one of, like I said, all those positive things are true. In addition to all those positive things, you cook a lot and we happen to talk about food a lot. We've never actually planned to talk about food. So today, this evening, I want to talk about food specifically. Do you have any suggestions for me for large scale dishes that I could make that isn't just like layers upon layers of carbs? I would say if you're looking for if you're looking for some kind of dish, um, it's not you know, well I don't know. Hey, I've what I've been going through now with uh with this whole quarantine is I'll just go to the grocery store and just buy some stuff mm-hmm. that I don't know uh what to do with it. Just a full okay. So you'll intentionally adventure. pick up random stuff. Get a get a thing of pig's feet. Oh okay. You ever cook pig's pig's feet? I have not. Neither have I. But it's. I bet it's fun. It looks like they look like a blast. Uh, I've not tried it yet. I mean, I, have I just. Yeah. Of, <laughs> have you ever heard of smorgasbord? Mm, no, I'm not sure what that is. It's a Swedish dish. It's a Swedish. It's essentially a torta, but it's Swedish. So instead of like uh, skirt steak or chorizo, like there'd be in a Mexican torta, it's full of stuff like. Uh, Liver pate and smoked salmon. My friend recommended that the other day. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming you haven't tried it yet. No, I haven't. I, this legitimately sounds amazing to me. I'm not sure what I think about um, like pate. I'm not. I don't think I've tried it, but um, I don't. I, it kind of gives me the willies if I'm being, you know, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. For sure. So you're a big fan of pig's feet, not a fan of pates. It's a textury thing. I can understand that. Right, one's just like a. Uh, smooth, do you like chopped yeah. liver? No, that doesn't sound good. It's great. I don't. Some of the best food <laughs> ever. Hor- horrible for your heart. 
Yeah, I wouldn't imagine. I, that sounds like um, like uh, my grandma would uh, when she was alive. She would eat like that. She, yeah, she liked that's yeah, great. beef, I want beef that. tongue and stuff like that. She was into that, like a beef tongue sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so since the middle of March, the chili on the back burner, no pun intended, I've been making a lot of like big dishes that I've wanted, like I've craved. Like I wanted the enchiladas I had when I was like 12 years old. So like I made those the other week and like my wife and I have been doing like the giant grandma style pizza and then like the other hipster bullshit pizza that's amazing what's, in the cast what's iron hipster skill. Like, pizza? That, hipster pizza is the stuff you'd find in Bon Appetit that's like just it looks amazing and it is amazing and uh, everyone that you know that's making sourdough bread that isn't making sourdough bread that actually has better taste they're making pizza they're doing that that's the it's your favorite uh, hipster Instagram chef's favorite uh, hipster Instagram chef. No, it's about how gentrification works. Gentrification first wave are the actual like scumbags and artists and poets and stuff like that. Then the second wave is like college students. Then the third wave is like maybe there's going to be one or two condos. Then the fourth wave is like super <laughs> massive condos. Then the fifth wave is Target. We're like first wave when it comes to pizza influencer right now. So the influ- so the Instagram actual influencers aren't there. They're still on sourdough. Sure. Yeah. 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 But we're um, you know yeah first wave of of gentrifiers. We're not. The uh, the Mama Mia's and the Papa Pia's out there uh, making making the no Italian. no 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 we're not no one said we're the M and M's or the P and the P's <laughs> no th- those did you know that's M and M's actual like that's what his name stands for Mama Mia <laughs> yeah you didn't know that I thought everyone knew that yeah no I love uh, Mama Mia Eminem uh, yeah one of my favorite rappers Mama Mia. When is the last time you thought about Eminem? Because I've been going down a thought, not a, I've done no research, just like a thought rabbit hole of Eminem for the past two weeks. Because well, my wife, not a fan for multiple obvious reasons. And so, and I'm not talking to anyone about this. So I've just been thinking about Eminem for like two weeks. I've been, uh, like Eminem is one of those people where you kind of just, you you just, they're, they're around if you're looking at the internet or something. Like every once in a while, it'll be like, Eminem's in the news for uh, being alive. And I don't really get it. Yeah, it doesn't. So the thing about Eminem that I don't understand is like, he's still incredibly relevant. I guess. Did you know that? Is he though? He is. Yeah, he had an album that was released uh, on January 17th. And the single from that has 341 million streams on Spotify. That's bunches. That's in like, yeah, that's a lot. That's like the most you can get uh, considering like his number. It's in the top five songs of how many streams he has, period. Is that, I mean, um, like would that happen if let's say, uh, you know, um, like an old band did you put out something like if, uh, you know, though, the, uh, there's a new U2 song. Would that happen for them? What would their numbers be? Let's figure that out. What was like, what do they because do? Because I think that because they're no, they're their biggest. They're not relevant. Their biggest song ever still has 100 million. You well, that's debatable. U2, you could hear modern bands sound like U2. You could hear modern rappers try to do Eminem. I guess there's like. I don't know. I I feel like Eminem's whole thing was very time sensitive, at least for, you know, my interpretation. I didn't even, I don't know. I never really owned any of his CDs. I didn't get too into them. I know the hits and that's about it. I haven't, I haven't bought any of his stuff, but I, I ended up with like, I think the first four and then, um, yeah, I've listened to everything since. 
there's always moments of just like, oh, this guy's great. And then in the same song, it's like, oh, he's just a, he's an idiot. He's just a dummy. <laughs> he's a homophobic. Well, dummy. yeah, you can um, have both of those things. <laughs> his first single still amazes me. It's, it's the first single off of the second album. It's the first one with Dr. Dre. Uh, it's the fact that the, the, the reason why I still find it so amazing is because it was sort of the end of monoculture. So he references like screaming Usher fans and like, do you want to see me put nine inch nails into my eyelids and like which Spice Girls I want to impregnate. All three of those acts in 2020 are still incredibly relevant, which to me is mind blowing. Um, I mean, there's, there's still like, he could still put out a song and ref- make references that would be, um, well, no, you know, like understood by basically everybody under, you know, the age of 50 or something, right? He could still put out a thing and be like, he mentions, oh, uh, I almost, I almost called Adele Odell, <laughs> but like, <laughs> Odell, yeah, Beckham. O- Odell Beckham is Adele's. Sister. Yes, exactly. Uh, but like he could, you know, he could name names and be like, oh yeah, everybody knows like Adele or, uh, John Legend or, I don't know, like musicians that are just like, you know, everybody knows these people. Let's get back to mom spaghetti here. Other than your suggestion of me buying pig's yeah, feet, do you have any other suggestions of things I can make? I prefer to make a lot of a thing. Like I love to make, I love making pot roast. Yeah, I love. I would do bread once a week, but like I'm, I want to get away from the carbs. You know what I mean? I would suggest doing a. Uh, let me see. I did a beef goulash uh, recently. Ooh, and you okay. can make tons of it, and uh, it's I, it's truly easy. Just buy a gigantic thing of meat cheap like a big cheap old you know chuck roast or something and then just chop it up into cubes throw it in the pan and then put a bunch of stuff in it it's really easy you got stuff i love how i'm um, i'm like i want to get away from chili you should make uh, goulash <laughs> there's a it's it's uh sure yeah it's beef it's a big pot of beef um sure but you know uh, vegetables the, yeah no you could make it how about this how about a different one um, how about, uh, yeah, you, you already said pot roast, right? Okay. Yeah. I already made pot roast. I love, pot I only roast, know, I don't want to make more. I just know roast. about big pots of beef. Um, <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm going to probably, here's, here's my game plan for, uh, later this week. I am going to do mm-hmm. a taste test with my wife of multiple meatballs, different kinds of meatballs. Um, to try to, cause I'm, I'm starting to think in terms of like, all right, maybe I shouldn't be eating so much beef. Uh, so here's, how, how about a beef meatball? Okay. How's that taste? Pretty good. How about a turkey meatball? All right. A beyond beef meatball. And then like do some kind of combination of those things. Plus I, I can mess around with like some mushroom in there and then see if I can like wean myself off of having tons of beef but still getting a decent meatball. Uh, you, I'm assuming beef is all beef is a big part of all three meals a day for you. Uh, I don't eat beef at breakfast. I don't. I I don't eat a ton of beef. I haven't had beef for breakfast in God knows how like, long. Sounds like you okay. What's your breakfast? Beef. <laughs> I, <laughs> I follow the rules of advertising uh, beef is for dinner. Uh, I will follow that rule till the day I die. Uh, breakfast equals, you know, what do you, what do we have? Oatmeal? What do we do? 
When's the last time you had oatmeal? I wanted you to say sausage. Sausage? You have a beef? Today. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, no, no, wait. That's a lie. I had oatmeal yesterday. Right. Today I had cereal. I got oatmeal on a fluke uh, just at the what? grocery store, and it made me feel great. The difference is I have a 10-month-old, so like I pretty much just eat whatever he's not going to eat. You try the you try his foods, his little like the the little teeny Gerber jars of food. We don't do any of that stuff. We just use that's we don't do any of that. Is stuff. that like an eighties thing? No, 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 it's a super popular thing. It's still relevant. Um, it's just no. We've just since he's you know been alive. Uh, he's he just eats what we eat as soon as he had teeth, and he had teeth very early. So all right. Today he had black. He had <laughs> yeah. He had like strawberries and banana. Hey, way to go! So I had strawberries <laughs> and banana. Hey, early teeth. All right. Uh, I yeah no I, I I don't I don't know any you know I don't know a ton of babies personally so I don't know like what the the hip stuff is or what's dated. I just remember when I was a baby. That's what we were doing. You know what his favorite food is? This is not a joke. No, uh, late on, you're gonna say it's like the silliest thing possible. What is it? <laughs> No, it's not. It's meatballs. Oh, yeah. He loves meatballs. I, you know what? I think uh, me and your boy, we're going to get along. He loves M&M and meatballs. Mamma Mia. He loves. But M&M, <laughs> exactly. That's He loves the, the pizzas and the lasagnas. Some call them zaz. What's whatever. the expectation for um, when, that Mama Mia when he can talk? When are we expecting the uh, some speech here? He just says uh, "ma ma ma" incessantly, which is a tribute once again to Eminem. Yeah. So uh, I'd say within a month he'll be able to like recite the first half of the Slim Shady LP. Maybe we're gonna yeah we're gonna get him to do like a twist of rap. Get him make him listen to some uh, some like fast rap, and just get him on board with this. When was the last time you listened to Twista? Oof, it's been a minute. <laughs> He's not on the. Uh, he's not on the. Uh, on, you know, ready to be dialed up on my Spotify or anything. Um, it's been a while. I'm pretty sure I listened to Twista last week because I was listening to uh, the final Notorious B.I.G. record, and I'm pretty sure Twista's on that. I'm looking it up now. Twista, man, he, is he, has he done one of those uh, Instagram versus things yet? I don't think he. That has. would be a fun one. I don't know if he has enough. You know, they they you have to have like what twenty songs for that. I don't know if maybe he could he could do one of those, but I'd love to see Twista again. Wouldn't we all? Yeah, let's call him up. Get him on a three way call here. No, he's not on that. What am I thinking? Twista's been on that I listened to recently. Is it like an old ludicrous thing? Why can't you? Yeah, no, it wasn't that. It was. Uh... This is real good stuff. <laughs> People are just screaming. It's the his album. He... <laughs> He was on his own album. <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> was he on um Teach your boy some Jay-Z damn Twista? Blueprint? <laughs> so what you're saying is I'm a bad parent until I play my boy Twista. Yes. It's not hard. Cool. Is it Jay-Z's Hard Not Like Volume 2? Is that it? It's got to be. Is the time frame of? sounds right, but I don't really remember. No, it's not. Oh man, I was listening. It was like, was it Eminem? Was it Eminem? Was it Mamma Mia? You, 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 yeah. No, I wouldn't doubt it for a second. Is Eminem your favorite rapper? Was it Mamma Mia? Is he no. your number one guy? He's my number one. Do you have a top five? Yeah. 
It's in no way interesting or fun. Oh, okay. Well, then forget it. <laughs> so let's do it. Number one. <laughs> it's really boring. It's like everyone you'd expect. It's like number one, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, he's fucking great. All right. I really like Denzel Curry. He's new-ish. Um, his record from last year, I think, 2019. Um, if you count Missy Elliott, she's number three. Like these are not. Wait, why would you? Picks. Why would you say you know if I mean? you count her? Because she's a she could also count her as a pop artist. Okay. Because so, like, is lose control considered hip hop or is it considered like a fun as hell pop dance song? Like I don't know. So if if you want to put her in the hip hop bucket, then yes, she's my number okay. three. But if you want to put her not in that bucket, I understand. Do you have a top five Spice Girls? Oh yeah, number one Ginger. There we go. And then the rest that's I don't. The, like. That's the, it. Two that are interchangeable. We're on the, we're on the same wavelength on that. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know why? Why? We are both supporters of breast cancer survivors. Yes, we are. Everybody knows that about us. That is the only. That's uh, that's the number one with a bullet reason. Ginger Spice is my favorite Spice Girl. Speaking of Ginger Spice. Uh, I've, uh, I'm doing a lot of, I'm doing a lot of, uh, cooking, um, of, uh, like, uh, fried rice at home. Great okay, to throw so some I wanted to get into fried rice years ago. I love this suggestion. What specific, uh, fried rice are you trying to tackle right now? Um, I'm just going straight up with whatever I've got lying around. Usually I'll buy a rotisserie chicken and then, uh, some scrappy, scrappy mm-hmm. meat on the end of the, at the end of the chicken, uh, throw that in there. And that does a pretty good job, but I've also done, I've been doing like a fried tofu. I've done that a couple times. Um, I'm not a big tofu guy. Really quick. Do you, do you, how do you, do you pan fry the tofu? Do you bake the tofu and then put the tofu into the fried rice? How are you preparing the tofu within Before the Before it goes in with the mix and the, you know, with the, with the rice and, you know, veggies and whatever, doing right. a, uh, like a fry in oil to crisp it up. Okay. Because I don't, yeah. Do you season it in any way or whatever it was, it came in? That's I'll let it be seasoned in the, with the rice, you know? So like some, there's some ginger, like some spicy sauce or something, you know, whatever. What's your dominant uh, spice combination? Are you trying to do a, a, a Japanese, Chinese, just Asian in general, American Asian? Oh yeah. No, the, the under that whitest umbrella? Asian, uh, you know, the American Asian <laughs> version, you know, uh, whatever. I my my palate would be used to from going to like you know Americanized Chinese restaurants or something. Have you tackled paella or jambalaya? I know that they're not the same thing, but they're I've never ones. messed with a paella. I could see myself trying it though. I do. I'll do a, a jambalaya. I could definitely see you having one giant pan simply for paella. I could do that. I could get into a into a big paella pan. Okay, so other than meatballs. Meat- an American-inspired Asian-style fried rice. Do you have any other suggestions for me that I could cook to feed a lot of people? Specifically, Mama Mia's biggest fan. My you baby. Got, you got a crock pot, don't you? I do have a nice crock yeah, pot on me. Throw a throw a whole chicken in there. Just throw a whole just, just throw a whole it. damn chicken in the crock pot. I, like I don't know. Most of most of cooking is just. Uh, you know, what kind of spices do you like? And then just put that all over a chicken. And then that's food. <laughs> that's the that's the most 
I know that sounds so vague, it's stupid, but it's the most accurate way I could explain <laughs> how I like to cook. 